Were they good? Did you enjoy it? Special thanks to Sylvia for such a, a great choice of beautiful hymns. I've never heard them before. And a special thank you for Randy, what he did with these little kids. Did you enjoy these little kids? Let's give them a hand. I cannot even uh, sing by heart on the first day of Christmas what we brought to Jesus, you know. They had 12 days, and they knew them for this little guy in the front here and to the, each one of them. I mean, this is unbelievable. Is God good? Is God good? What does it say in the Bible? Train your child for the way he should go. They are being trained and they are singing for Christ since the very beginning of their lives. And when they grow up, they will not depart from him. And rest assured that these little guys, if God tarries here, one day some of them will be preachers. I know one of them told me, Adol, I want to be a preacher. Hunter, Hunter, he said, I want to be a preacher and servants of the Lord and singing and honoring him all the rest of their lives. Amen. Again, let's give them all a big hand. Well, if you bear with me, I want to take a few minutes and uh, bring this to an end to a closure this beautiful morning that we spent together. And I want to ask a question to each and every one of us here. Have you any room for Jesus? This is the Christmas season. This is where every one of us gets excited and enjoys uh, this. I enjoy Christmas season. I enjoy it very much, and I hope each and every one of you enjoys it as much as I do or more. Uh, can we, will we, reserve some room for him this afternoon? And let's meditate a little bit for about 10 minutes together. And my little message here is taken from Luke chapter 2 and verse 7. You know, Caesar Augustus, for the sake of time, I'm not going to read it all, but Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of all the inhabited earth at that time. He did not know, not knowing that he was this Caesar, he was fulfilling a prophecy that was brought up many years ago by Micah. And you will find it when you go home, chapter 5 and verse 2. In Micah chapter 5 and verse 2, 
and this prophecy that a child will be born in Bethlehem. A king will be born in Bethlehem. God has worked. And think of me, of our God, that we are celebrating today. God had worked out the time, the place, and the circumstances of the birth of Jesus Christ. They were up in Galilee, but he issued that decree that they should all be coming to a little place, an unknown place, to Bethlehem and register there. It seems he was hurting, he needed more taxes, or whatever the case is, okay? They all had to come and register there. And we read that when they came, and here comes Joseph and his wife, Mary. And they came and there was one inn in the whole place. One lodge, one place, and they entered. And the very first thing you notice there, it was so crowded. It was so crowded. And barely they made themselves to the little counter or little table that the owner of the place was sitting in. And they told him, please, we need a little room whereby this young lady can deliver a child because she started feeling the pangs of motherhood. She needed to deliver quickly. And he said, I am sorry. Can't you see we are so crowded and we have no place for you here this afternoon or this morning. There is no place I can give you. Then looking at her, and looking at her and the condition they were in, and with frustration, he said, well, I tell you one thing. In the back, there's a stable. If you like to go there and deliver your baby, you're mostly welcome. This remind me, this very afternoon of the Gospel of John, chapter 1 and verse 11, and I read it to you. He came to his own. Jesus came, and those who were his own did not receive him, did not want him. To the one he came about 30 years later, they were shouting, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. His own did not want to receive him, but we thank God. All who have received him, to them he gave the power to become children of God. And we are the result of that. We are the nations, the heathens, the Gentiles. Call it what you want from any race under the sun. This baby Jesus, who was born in a manger, became the savior of the world. And this is what I want to share with you about this Savior and his place in our world today. 
No place for Jesus. We are so crowded. Isn't that the story of our age? There is no time or a place for him in our world. Do you notice that so many people don't want to have any Christmas? They don't want to have the mention of Christmas. But we thank God we can still say Merry Christmas and we should be proud of it, as our brother said this morning during our communion service. It's not happy holiday, holiday vacation. You can have as, as many vacations that you want. But today, this time of the year, it's a Merry Christmas. It's a joyful Christmas. He brought joy to our hearts. He brought a, a change to our lives. He gave us a new life. He took fear away. He took our guilt away. He released us. He broke our chains. This is the baby Jesus that we are celebrating. And he set us free to become children of God. From where we were to become children of God. This is the greatest miracle. What a gift God has given to humanity. And we still say we have no place for him. We're so crowded. There is no time for him in our lives. And there is no time for him in our homes. This world is so busy with other things. And have no place in their schedule. We're crowded, he told her. And he told Joseph, we're so crowded. We have no place for you. Let me remind you of something. I want to bring it to your attention this afternoon. We have time for everything that we want to do. We create time. How many times do you say, you have some time? Some people say, Adol, do you have some time? I said, I'll make time for you. But this world, we said, can't you see nowadays, we're crowded, we have no time for Christmas. We have no time for Jesus. But we have, we seem to have a place for everything. And for anything we want that suits our lifestyle. Don't you agree with me? Yes or no? We have time for all the protocols in the world. Our government has time for all the political correctness in the world. But mention Jesus, mention Christmas. No, 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 no. Why not? Why not? Aren't we a Christian nation? I didn't hear it. Aren't we a Christian nation? And if we are a Christian nation, can't we have time during this Christmas season to welcome Jesus and spread his name and accept him and give him a room, especially in our hearts. We seem to have a place for, but for anything but for Jesus.
Do we have a place for social functions? Do we have a place for recreation? Do we have a place to watch football? To three hours. Don't we have a one hour, a place in our lives? One hour with our crowded, I agree we have, we have a crowded and busy schedule, especially during this season. But don't you have an hour a week to come to church and acknowledge him as your savior and Lord? Don't you have time to go to your room and on your knees acknowledge him for all the goodness and the mercy and the grace he afforded us in this life? Sorry, sir. Joseph, we're sorry. We are so crowded. We have no room in the end. I see... especially during this season, as I go places, I see people running, purchasing. There's nothing wrong with that. Purchasing gifts, nothing wrong with that. And all other items that they want. Everyone is rushing to the point, if you agree with me, of exhaustion. You want to decorate the house, you want to decorate the outside, the inside. You're expecting people, you're ex expecting families, you're expecting uh, friend, friends to come by. That's all okay. And you make time for them. But suppose, suppose Jesus said, I want to come and spend Christmas with you. Would you make some time for him? I wonder how many will take the time to prepare their hearts for Christ this Christmas. We prepare our homes, we clean them well, we decorate them. Why don't we, this very afternoon, prepare our hearts to receive the Lord Jesus, the gift of God as the Savior of the world. That's what I wanted to draw your attention to and to ask you to open your heart for him. Every year when this time comes, we go into the same routine, don't we? We uh, and think everything while we forget one person. His name is Jesus. We are celebrating today. In the last song we heard from the choir, wasn't that a beautiful song? come home. Wasn't that beautiful? Come home to Jesus. Is your love, life so crowded that you have no place for him? Is your busy scheduled that you cannot allow him to have few minutes or a couple of hours to honor him and to welcome him. Do you know he left heaven 
he left paradise. He left the song of the angels. He left his father's throne. He left his throne. He took it and came down. He traveled. God knows how many miles, thousands, to come to the manger and even to his own town, and he did not find a place. I am so busy, sir. We are so crowded. He came to us. We did not have to go to him. And even though in our house, in our place, we are telling him, I'm sorry. Stay out. I hope this is not the case with anyone who is here today. And by the end of this hour, in about two or three minutes, you will be leaving here with Jesus reigning in your heart. You would say, I want to welcome him at home. I want to welcome him in my heart. I want to welcome him, welcome him anywhere I go. I want him to be with me. He took that long journey just for me because God so loved the world. He sent his only begotten son so no one should perish but have everlasting life. You know what the Bible says? If you don't know Jesus as your savior yet, you know what the Bible says? Behold, now is the accepted time. And is there a better time than Christmas time? And when you accept him and you take him as your savior, then your friend, let me tell you one thing, your life will change. And then you will know exactly the meaning of Christmas. The meaning of joy. The meaning of his coming. He came to bring joy, joy to the world, the Lord is come to my heart. Behold, now is the time for salvation. You know what Emerson said? This time, like all times, is a very good one if we know what to do with it. I think we are mature enough to know what to do with our time. And you know what he said also? Follow Christ now. And it is my hope and prayer at this Christmas time that you will let Jesus in. And you'll tell him, Lord Jesus, I have all the space for you. I'm not crowded for you. I am wide open. Come into my life. Come into my home. Come into my children. Come into my, my wife. Lord, I have all the space for you. Come in. Don't leave this place before you settle this situation. And you know what? He will fill you with the joy of Christmas. And you will have a Christmas you've never experienced before. And soon, let me tell you one thing. This excitement will go away. Come January 1st, this excitement will go away, will end. And what will be left are the breeze. So, but Christ remains forever.
take him as your friend today and make room for him. He is the only person who can give you real joy in your heart. Amen? Let's bow our heads. Father, we are thankful that you gave us this opportunity today for all the choirs to honor you, to give you all the praise that you deserve. We sang for the baby, and yes, what a baby he is. He is God incarnated in the form of a man. We bow at your feet. We thank you for your salvation. We thank you for bringing joy to the lives of many people who have taken you as Savior. And you are still working. And the time is not yet late. You are still working. May you speak to the hearts of many this morning and change their lives and give them a very Merry Christmas. In your name we ask and pray. Amen.